0: Right sleeve, which is good. We've got good stuff. We're talking about AD. We're talking about LeBron. We've spent some time talking hot dogs. And you asked a very important question a minute ago. We're already getting great suggestions on the best coffee shops in and around Southern California. We've got one Lucky 7 in Hermosa Beach, Colombe uh, by Dodger Stadium. We've got a ah, whole is really good.
1: Been to that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so there. The, that was good. You're see, you're
1: coming around. I'm gonna no. Th- this isn't gonna be one of those things where I just uh, ask for recommendations and I don't go. I'm gonna go visit these spots. Like I, yeah. I, I need some good coffee shops. So I'm gonna try. I got, I got a quick story for you. So yeah. yesterday, um, yesterday we finished the show, right? And this was kind of the first evening I've had on a weekday where. So Murphy bed's
0: up in the wall, and you have yeah. a little time <laughs> in the crib in the, in the <laughs> to relax a little bit. Murphy
1: bed is up. Um, <laughs> that took an hour and a half, so I didn't get to leave house until 1230. Uh, so it's so trap. So, tra- so I'm like, all right, well, I got to go. There's a, a bunch of errands I just need to run. Like, I got to get things done.
0: Take me through it. What are the slee errands on a Tuesday okay, so afternoon?
1: my girl is in Hawaii. By the way, you talk about taking advantage of just like enjoying her life, right? Like yeah. she actually took some time off of work. She's in Hawaii. So she's doing her thing. The the little guy, the golden retriever, right? Oh, he's yeah, in man, a we, we got him in a boot camp right now. Like it's it, he's <laughs> oh, coming he's back. Getting, he's he's getting coming schooled? he's coming back a soldier. Okay. This <laughs> I I expect by the time we see this guy that he doesn't stick out his paw. He literally will salute me every morning, okay? That's that's the hope. That's the goal with with the little guy, all right? So I'm like, all right, I gotta just get a bunch of stuff done. Small things, Trev. I gotta go get a car wash, oil change, um, gotta run to my place to go grab some mail, but okay, gonna get all these errands done. Yep. Okay, listen how funny this is. So Lakers send out, you know, their tweet 1230 is when they'll do their media, right? So yesterday we heard Coach, we heard Anthony Davis, we heard this, we heard all that. So I kind of try to time everything to where I could still listen to that and if there's some interesting stuff that come up, I want to ask a question or two. I'm going to ask a question or two. 1230 comes around. They actually sent. it will be closer to one. One comes around. 115 comes around. Still, you know, nothing. And this happens. This just depends on how long practice is. So I reach a point. I'm like, you know what? Freaking screw it. I'm, I'm going to go get my oil change. So... As a uh, as somebody supporting supporting our partners went to Valvoline, right? Sure. Valvoline Home of they the do fifteen
0: minute drive through oil change.
1: They do everything for you know they're obviously on a lot of the shows, so we appreciate what they're doing. So I go into Valvoline. I'm wearing my ESPN LA hat, right? And I pull up, do the whole thing. I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. Of course, right when I pull up, what happens?
0: Press conference start. Press conference start. <laughs> of
1: course. Press conference start. And now I got this guy talking to me and he's like, uh, can you please turn off your car? I'm like, Of course I'm gonna turn off my car now, right? Can you put <laughs> your window down a little bit? Window is down. Anyways, dude sees my ESPN LA hat and he goes, uh he goes, ESPN LA. He goes, you know they do a lot of uh you know, they and this was just a regular mechanic that's there. He's like, Yeah. You know we do a lot of advertising with them. I'm like, I'm well aware of that. I'm like, Times yeah. uh, you know, uh I'm the guy. Uh, I'll I'll do the ad. Yeah. And he goes, um he goes You know what's your name? Whatever the case is, and he starts saying, "He's like, oh my god, I was just listening to you guys on the morning show." Excellent.
2: He goes,
1: goes, "You guys were having the hot dog conversation." (laughs) How funny is that? How funny is that? This guy, this guy, the you know, think think about all the things, but this is this is you know, kind of I guess an important part of radio. So we spend a lot of time. We're talking to ads. We're talking Dodgers. We're talking all that stuff. The the freaking Dodger dog hits a nerve. In so many people. So this dude, and shout out to uh, a few of the uh, workers there. I know one of the workers was Gabriel over at Valvian Instant Oil Change. Um, listening, obviously, to the show, but I thought that was a that was a cool story. That's look, great. Trav, Trav they got, we got people uh, talking about the Dodger dogs when I'm pulling I, I, up to I an oil love, change.
0: Gabriel, I love you for bringing it up. That is fantastic. And look, Slee we could talk about the Lakers and the Dodgers and all these things. And if you disagree with my opinion on LeBron James or Anthony Davis or Albert Pujols, hey, you're or, wrong. Most of the time function, you're wrong. I, that's fine. I, I don't take that personally. If you disagree with my sports, like, but if we're talking food or Dodger dogs and, and you feel like I got it now, now I feel like I've been offended in my DNA. I feel like I've been offended at the core because I know what I'm telling that Gabriel gets. This makes me very happy.
1: I forget the, I forget the comedian. I can't, I can't think about the top of my head, but I remember you saying like, you could talk about my family, you could talk about my wife, but the moment you talk about and the subject was like the stupidest <laughs> subjects, like now we have a problem that makes me think of you with food.
0: That's exactly right. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. I want to start with a tweet here because the conversation we've been having uh, about AD, this this matches up. This is from Sam uh on Twitter. Sam, thanks for sending this in. Currently listening to you guys, do you not remember AD being the quote guy throughout the playoffs last year? Had it not been for that injury he had in the finals, he would have probably probably dominated that series too. Look, Let's be very clear, and you're right, Sam. You bring up a good point. AD was great. AD knocked down that shot against the Nuggets to end that series. AD was vitally important in beating the Miami Heat. No one's saying he's not great. No one's saying he isn't really good. No one's saying anything close to that. The conversation is, does he move in to that thinnest slice of guy's Slee, which is the guy that says, I don't care who else is out here tonight. I'm the best player on the court, and I'm going to win because I say so. There's only there's a, a small group of guys that can do that.
1: One um, one point I take away you made earlier, you said that it's not this is not a conversation where Anthony Davis is going to tell LeBron, "Hey, um, let me take over tonight." This is not right. a conversation of uh, Anthony Davis. By the way, maybe it is one of those moments where AD sitting in the locker room and he's telling everybody, "I got us tonight." Maybe that, that's the case. Maybe it's not. But I like what you mentioned about there's going to come a time, and hopefully it's this playoff run, LeBron might not be 100% that Anthony Davis says, follow me. And it might not have to be a conversation being said. You just see AD in the first quarter, puts up 14 points, gets to the free throw line eight times, has six rebounds, has two block shots, and we're only through the first quarter. And it's gonna be those type of performances because we've seen that with LeBron. Remember that remember this game when it was this was a couple years ago, the game where J.R. Smith uh got the rebound and dribbled it out, think he was yeah. running the clock in a tie game? Okay. Right. Do you remember LeBron's stat line in that game?
0: I remember he almost single handedly won the game by himself. It was
1: like fifty eight and yeah. eight, something yeah. along those lines. Like it's just absolutely ridiculous. LBJ has done things by himself. And, and and amazing things get to the finals win a championship whatever the case is the 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 reason why we have this argument about Anthony Davis is because we don't have this long we we have not had a moment yet with AD where he has to be the main player he might have to be that main player in this playoff run so we'll see we'll see what happens there you well, you you were hitting on legacy i want i want to get on yeah. this legacy talk
0: so this this is whenever i hear the word legacy my eyes start to roll up into my head because mm-hmm. it's it's Basically, what we're talking about is we're trying to find. When you, when you hear, "Hey, what about LeBron's legacy?" Get ready for somebody to try to throw shade on LeBron. That that that's how these conversations invariably go. But the question is, does if the Lakers go through what they're getting ready to try and do, and that is come from a seventh seed in the Western Conference, potentially maybe an eight, we'll see. That's never been done before, and win an NBA championship and go through a second seed. And then ultimately, probably a number one seed in Utah if they get to the finals, or the Clippers, who are a very, very good team, and then go have to beat a team like Brooklyn, right? That's got three mega stars on their team. Does this elevate LeBron James's legacy? That's part A. Part B is what if he loses at some point prior to that? Does it diminish his legacy?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it, it's it's house money for here from here for LeBron, in my opinion. I'm to be honest with you. Um, Maybe a year ago, we could have had a conversation and say, this will only add to it. But man, I I remember actually we were talking about this. When Lakers got to the NBA Finals and it was a Miami Heat, there was some legacy talk there because you're supposed to beat the Miami Heat. Like, okay, you you got this far. Now you just got to take care of the Miami Heat, add a third Finals MVP, all that stuff. To this point, let's just say the Lakers do not win another championship with LeBron James as the main player. They already won and LeBron already won I mean the conversation uh, will start shifting at one point and there's going to be pressure going on other guys and the rest of the organization to kind of figure out what life is after LeBron uh, Trav if the Lakers don't win a championship this year you and I are going to be disappointed Laker fans are going to be disappointed the front office will be disappointed LeBron will be disappointed everybody will be disappointed but if we're talking legacy there's there's nothing to talk about uh, Le- LeBron whatever he accomplishes from this point on is house money
0: I I hate to say this because it doesn't make for a compelling conversation typically, but I couldn't agree with you more. There's nothing left for this dude to do right he can he can stack on some other things he can get another championship or two or three or however many it ends with but it only adds it, like it, it, right. whatever it,
1: whatever he does will only add to his legacy i don't think anything will subtract his legacy
0: most points ever that's going to happen almost for sure he's going to have at least four championships he's going to have at least 10 finals appearances he's going to have multiple finals mvps multiple he'll be top 5 probably MVPs, in assists top 5 in assists there's nothing left for him to do and let's just let's just let me play this out. They lose tonight. They play the winner of Memphis and San Antonio and they lose again. There will be a line around the block of people ready to kick LeBron James in the butt saying, "See, told ya, told ya, and it is the worst take in the world. It is the worst thing you could say. You are exposing your ass if you say that this diminishes LeBron James's legacy because A, he hasn't been physically right for 2 months and B, the plus side on the resume, everybody has a clunker. Everybody has one. This, this idea, Michael Jordan, 6-0. Yeah, it's because he lost way before that a whole bunch of times. This is There is no backing up. He, the foundation of LeBron James starts with, and the worst thing you can say about LeBron James is, he's one of the three best players in the history of the, of the NBA. That's the worst thing you can say about him. Okay? Because if you have him beyond m- Magic, fine. If you have him behind Kareem, Fine. Anybody else, you're showing your your ignorance because he's, he's in that list.
1: He um, – it, it's uh, – it, and I, I know there's going to be times where you and I just both, like you said, um, we couldn't agree more. I think most people are on the same page with this. I think sometimes you see these stories and topics – you don't think so? I, I think you see these stories and topics because it will make for a good conversation, but then as you start talking about it, it's not a good conversation because it's not one of those things where, I mean, unless somebody wants to argue against it, it's hard for me to believe.
0: Yeah, it's well, they're out there. I've heard them. You've heard the calls. They, the people that want to throw shade at LeBron absolutely exist. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about. Eight seven 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 ten. espn Gardena is our next stop, and you know what that means. That means Manuel. What's going on, Manuel? Oh, fellas, first off,
3: congratulations on the morning spectacular in order to the national liaison of ESPN Sports, Travis Rogers, and the voice of the Los Angeles Lakers fan, one playoff Sliwa, a.k.a. the Flea Stack. So, fellas, how is it that it's almost 1025 and the gravy hasn't come out of uh, T. Rogers' mouth yet? Because we were two for two on shows where gravy was coming in as some kind of a middle ground. So I look forward to that a little later there. And an uh, Eggs Benedict drop wouldn't be bad again either. Uh, there, well, we
0: talked about that, Manuel. You, we, we talked about Eggs Benedict yesterday. We talked breakfast items on the show. Trav yesterday.
1: had six wings yesterday before 7.30. Before <laughs> 7.30 thirty had six wings.
0: Damn, Trav,
3: we've come to expect this daily. I mean, you are like the Bobby Flay. Of AM
0: seven ten,
3: all right. So I don't we know if I like that. I don't.
0: Uh, we'll see. We'll see.
3: Anyhow, AD man, look, he he is he's there, man. You know, this is his time. He's gonna show it on the court for all the naysayers. Like you guys were saying too. Anybody thinking LeBron is like not top five NBA all time is just an idiot. I mean, you know, there's it's pretty clear cut. The guy's been in more finals than a lot of teams have by Mm -hmm. himself. So, I mean, let's just enjoy this, Lakers fans. We're going to enjoy a Clipper collapse. We're going to enjoy a Laker run to being back-to-back. We're going to see the first time any city in modern sports history has had not only an NBA team but an MLB team go back-to-back when the Dodgers do it. Mm. And, uh, man, I just can't wait. 2021 is once again our year, fellas.
0: Appreciate, Appreciate you calling it, in, well, Manuel. Thank you, man. Good job. All right, Slee, speaking of the uh, the Dodgers, I saw something happening last night in the Dodger-Arizona game that I had never seen before. In all my okay. years of watching baseball, I had never seen it happen before, and it happened twice in one night. It happened twice in one night. I'll tell you what that is. That is coming up next. Travis and Slee, seven ten, ESPN. You an RV guy, Slee? You, Huge you RV be,
2: guy. Yeah. Uh, Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Load yeah. up the family truckster and go across country and uh, sleep in your RV.
2: Go to Utah. Yeah, I get a,
1: <laughs> I get a huge RV. I'm, a, I'm RVing it to the station, actually. I have a, my own spot there at the station, LA Live. I bring in my RV.
0: Can I tell you a little secret about me? What do you my got? Parent, my, so... I, I Obviously, this goes without saying, I love my children. They're wonderful, and I would do anything for
1: them. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I love that. That's how you're starting this off. Me, I love my to. children. You Trust have to, me, you go, have to go, give go, 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 us
0: a... Yes. I need to say that first, because what's about to come next is not nice. All right. What do you got? So, I love my children. Mm-hmm. Right? I love my wife. If you are going to... See, I, I have a theory that your heaven and hell is, is customized for you. Mm -hmm. Right, So my heaven would include baseball games, golf courses, and hot dogs. That sounds good to me. And beer, for what you've told me. And beer, and a little bourbon, a little Mm -hmm. martinis. Yeah, that's my heaven. My hell, okay, the personalized hell for me, consists of me being trapped in a car with my family, of me being in the car with all of them at the same time, trying to get somewhere because they touch each other because they argue nonstop because they talk about the dumbest things i've ever heard in my life because they just this is cannot, they cannot sit together in a confined space a car rv for more than 8 seconds before they want to kill each other and i'm trying to drive the car and it is how's enraging. your patience
1: yeah, I was gonna say, how's your patience in that?
0: Terrible. Do, do, do I do I strike you as somebody that's particularly patient with things like that?
1: Guys, guys, I want you to just think about what you said. Let's nope. all take a deep breath. Let me put on the calm app.
0: Here's what it is. It's one of these. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. I'm not doing this again. This is the one time I'm gonna say it nicely. <laughs> you haven't even before. got on
1: the you haven't even got on the freeway yet. You I haven't even hit got the, the first freeway. stop
0: sign coming out of my neighborhood yet. And that's how it starts. So it, it's one of those, and then they'll stop for about eight seconds, and then they start again, and then oh, a screaming funny. maniac behind the wheel. And my my wife does that thing where she touches your leg. She's like, just 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 take it easy. Take she's it. the
1: peacekeeper. She's the uh, she's the peacekeeper.
0: And then they put their AirPods on, and then they don't say. And everything gets quiet. Everything gets fine. quiet. That's a, that's a good deal along the way. All right, so here's the deal, Slee. Okay. You know how much I like baseball. You know how much baseball I watch, right? I had never ever seen someone ground into a, a force out
1: oh it's your favorite
0: into left field Albert Pujols grounded out to left field twice last night
1: Let me he think. did drive in a run didn't I, he drive I, in a run
0: I, I that was the night before I I think I think people are misunderstanding what I'm saying I'm not saying that he hit the ball to right field and they put the third baseman back there and he caught the ball and threw him out he grounded out to left field the Diamondbacks put their shortstop Nick Ahmed in left field <laughs> okay, he was playing left field. He was on the grass in left field. And I'm talking like a step in into the grass, playing deep, right? Deep. And they short. probably had
1: plenty of time too.
0: He was playing shallow left <laughs> field and threw Albert Pujols out at first base twice, and it wasn't close.
1: You don't sound like you're crazy about the Pujols. I, you, you don't sound like you're. You know, it, it doesn't sound like this is something that for for that quick little 24-hour honeymoon where everyone looked way too happy like every interview <laughs> did, it, did it was like guys relax it's not you don't have to pretend this much that everyone is so happy Pulse had a look on his face that this was one of the greatest moments of his career. And yeah. Dave Roberts, everybody's just look, smiling. I'm like, everybody just, guys. Everybody's this, trying too hard. Right? Yeah, you're it, trying too one, hard.
0: It, it's one of the. Albert Pools has won, I want to say, three MVPs. He's mm-hmm. won multiple World Series championships. No, no, his resume's stupid. Yeah, He's one of the, he, yeah, one of the greatest players of his generation. He's phenomenal. And everybody's yucking it up like he's a call up from Triple A who just got his first hit. It's like, <laughs> easy, fellas. E- easy it because was the other shoe is going to drop and the shoe dropped in left field last night with a couple of ground i mean it, look it's it i don't hate the deal because there is no deal it's let's just use them as long as we need sure them, there's no risk right worry. but th- that honeymoon that you're talking about is gonna go by pretty quickly because it's gonna be one of those like, i mean yeah it's cool he's an mvp and a world series champion and a hall of famer and all that stuff but you're really telling me that that guy should be playing ahead of me, the guy that just grounded out to left field twice. You're telling me that we don't have a better option than that. That's the part that I worry about. That getting a, a little bit away from the honeymoon because that looked awful last night.
1: Dodgers uh, playing some good ball. What do you think these last? What they won seven of eight it feels seven like nine. Uh, yeah. seven of nine. They they feel it feels like um, bats are starting to kind of get going a little bit. But they got Trav. Here's the thing. They have. They got a really interesting week and a half, two week stretch coming up here. So as good as they're playing, Giants are still playing good ball. The Padres are starting to play some good ball. So the NL is um is fantastic right now because everybody's winning. But they have after these next two games against Arizona, they got a three game set at San Francisco. Yep. Then they got a two game set against the uh, Houston Astros, which, by the way, San Francisco's twenty six and sixteen, Houston's twenty four and eighteen. Then four against the Giants at Dodger Stadium, and then three against St. Louis. So even though they're playing better baseball, um, it, this will be a kind of a good stretch to see. Okay, are, are Dodgers now not not only beating up on bad teams, are they? Uh, Are are they going to do some damage against some of the better teams in the NL? And they're going to be
0: fine against those teams. I mean, I don't know if they'll go and win 80% of those games the way they did at the beginning of the season and the way that they're playing right now because those other teams are pretty good too. But you saw it again last night with with Urias pitching and the way that they can stack that starting pitching up. Good luck. Kershaw, Urias, Bueller, and Kershaw tonight. It's just it's just one guy after the next, and they're gonna figure that fifth spot out, whether it's Tony Gonsolin or or somebody else, they'll they'll get that figured out. And by the way, if we're worried about the fifth guy in the rotation, that's Yeah, you're deep, you're in good shape. <laughs> you're, you're in right. good shape. You you look at this and look, Mookie Betts hit a leadoff home run last night. Mm-hmm. He's starting to look more he had a couple of hits. He he looks like Mookie Betts all of a sudden. Hmm. Max Muncy swinging a hotter bat. Chris Taylor is heating up. Gavin Lux, you remember, Slee, this was when we were doing He's the show right a million mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. I proposed a topic to you at one point saying, you know, Gavin Lux is the latest can't-miss guy who missed because Gavin Lux can't hit. Gavin mm-hmm. Lux looks a little uncomfortable at second base. He's not making contact. That Gavin Lux didn't make the team last year, really, during their World Series run. Then this was the number one prospect that they were protecting. Yeah. Let's do a segment on can't-miss guys who absolutely missed, and let's start with Gavin Lux. Um, thank goodness we didn't do that yeah he's balling right now he's he figured it out all of a sudden he looks a lot more comfortable they're going to be just fine they're going to be just fine and the pool steal is just uh it's a pit stop, right? Ever, it's something that he's going to do for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. But I would be really surprised if Albert Pujols were a Dodger at the end of the season.
1: Pujols, I, this might be a bad example, but you ever? I remember back in the day when I was younger, we'd get together for Thanksgiving. So all my family would go up to Monterey. I had some family up there, and it would be like four families that got together, right? Everybody would arrive like on a on a Wednesday, and you're going to be there through like a Saturday or a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, everybody's smiling, everybody's happy, and like, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you, right? By Thursday, things are a little bit more testy. You know, things, uh, things starting to uh, – There
0: goes Uncle Ray again. Look yeah, at like, Uncle, what he's doing.
1: Are you really drinking that whole thing? I mean, <laughs> what, what's going on here? you got one wife complaining to the husband saying, you're going to eat all that food. And then and, and the kids, what are they going to eat? Are you just going to ta- sit
0: there all day? Are you not going to do anything? Are you just going to sit there all day? <laughs> are
1: you just going to sit there? Oh, that's a good one. By the well, time Friday rolled around, by the way, by the time Friday rolled around, it was like, you know, maybe we should leave a day early. Maybe we should get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what's
4: going to happen with Pujols?
0: You know, some came up at work. I got to go. Uh, I, I got to get back. Uh, yeah, I have a, a, a Saturday night at 930 conference call that I can't miss. I got to get from
4: home. Jeff,
1: I'm trying to print something. It's not printing. I'm just going to go back home. I'm just going to go back home. I'm going to leave Monterey and go back down to uh, San Diego.
0: So Pujols is still wearing his number 55 last night. Should, yeah, you're I'm, not. sure number be retired?
1: You're not happy about that one.
0: I don't I, I don't like it but I don't have a good explanation why he shouldn't have it because it's not retired it shouldn't be retired because Oral Hershiser as great of a player as he was for the Dodgers and had a great major league career he wasn't a Hall of Fame player and the Dodgers have the rule you know if you're in the Hall of Fame we'll consider it if you're not sorry but here Albert take Oral's number
1: What 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 is um if there's one player that's not in that you want to make an exception to the rule who would it be
0: It's an it's an easy one for me it's Fernando mm-hmm. Yeah, because not only was he great for the Dodgers for a long period of time, but he was the defining face of a generation of Dodger fans right for the 1980s. Fernando Valenzuela was just about everybody's favorite Dodger. Hmm. That, that he was a Mexican player playing in a city that has a number of Mexican immigrants that connected immediately and hmm. connected in a way that has lasted through generations. It was, he, he was transcendent. Fernando Mania was real. I was 10 years old when that hmm. stuff started, and I remember it like yesterday. It, well, they he do, absolutely should be that guy.
1: They do do that, you know, legends of Dodgers baseball, if that's enough. You know, the plaque, yeah. the honoring their achievements and everything else displayed at Dodger Stadium. But... Uh, I'm, I was curious see if you, if you get one, who would you get? By the way, we still have Todd Bauer. we got to do Bauer when we come back.
0: We'll do Bauer, and I want to talk about Ty Lu chirping yet again mm. about the Clippers and their disrespects and how much he cares about all the rest of us. That's all coming up. Travis Inslee, 710 ESPN.
2: Must be 21 plus and present in present select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Yes, Lee, what do you think about that? What do you think we give uh, Amanda the leadoff spot in Ask Slee on a on a daily basis?
1: Whatever you guys want to do, I'll be ready to go. <laughs> the, Whatever the, you the, want to do.
0: The way that that the the, the, the question was framed was pretty aggressive.
1: That yeah, wasn't the smoothest. It wasn't the smoothest. <laughs> Just...
0: All right. Um, let's start with this because I always like when somebody's upset with me. Let's try another phone call, eight seven, 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 ten, ESPN, all the way to the IE and Joe. What's up, Joe? Hello, hello. How hello, you doing?
4: Joe. Travis is Hey, uh, congratulations on the show. Hey, I'm not really angry with you, Travis, but this is just more than one occasion. I've heard you like put LeBron's name. In a sentence without putting Kobe's name in it, like mm-hmm. you said, that if you don't put Michael, Magic, Kareem, no, that's not what I said. LeBron, I said Michael.
0: Where, I said Michael, so, Kareem, and Kobe. Michael, Kareem, and Kobe.
4: Michael. Well, where's Kobe's name at?
0: Because behind those, I
4: do think I do think that there is a pressure on LeBron this season because Kobe has never won a championship without going back to back, and I feel like. Even Jeannie Bush, she said her top five Lakers, mm-hmm. LeBron was in it. LeBron ain't did enough Laker work, and Kobe has done so much work, and I felt like okay, there there a are two different time, things here.
0: I want to hold on a second, Joe. I want to respond to this because you bring up a good point, but, but I think I think you're you're conflating two things.
4: I ain't trying to they, jam you. I, I just want to just talk.
0: No, no, I get it. I get it. There's two different things going on here. You're talking about greatest Laker. Kobe Bryant's Laker legacy is far more accomplished than LeBron's. Yeah, I I wouldn't have
1: put put LeBron on my top five most important list.
0: I don't think a lot of us would have, and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have either. But that's different than greatest players in history. As great as Kobe Bryant is, and again, if we're talking Kobe, we're probably talking top ten, right? I mean, he's certainly in that conversation. But I don't think if you went outside of Laker fans – and really, just found basketball fans from every other market, and said, "Give me the three greatest players of all time. You're going to get, the, you're going to get Kareem. You're going to get Michael. You're going to get LeBron. You're not. You might get a, a smattering of Kobe here and there, but he's not really in that. Con- as far as greatest Lakers, he might be the number one answer. He might be the number one answer. But those are two different things to me, Joe. I, guess I think we, uh,
1: I think we lost Joe. Yeah. Okay. So uh, by by the way, Trev, um, of course, everybody's going to be very protective of Kobe. But the conversation that that's that's one thing that I guess to clarify here, the conversation was not you're comparing Kobe to LeBron James as a Laker. You know we're we're talking about legacy and all that stuff. Let's say let's say LeBron wins another championship this year, it's still not a there's no conversation between LeBron and Kobe Laker wise. That will never be a conversation. LeBron played 16 years before he suited up in the purple and gold or whatever it was that 15 years whatever it was Uh, for a long time, obviously. Um, LeBron will be known should be better known for what he did before he came to the Lakers it's just kind of crazy that he's also doing it with the Lakers Kobe's a Laker there's just no conversation here.
0: The, the Le- Magic and Kobe occupy rarefied air in the Laker universe because they're the, it's the only team they played for. Yep, they were here their entire careers. They won a bunch of championships, and then there's and, and Kareem is close because he's in that conversation. Fourteen years, I think. Mm-hmm. Fourteen, but he also played and won a championship somewhere yep. 100%. else. Hundred right? He did that in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Shaq had a career outside of L.A. There are other great Shaq, or I should say, Kobe and Magic are in a different category for the lakers but in the greatest player of all time conversation that's the lebron conversation that's different no one is talking about the clippers as the greatest team of all time but ty Lue said he's tired of hearing it. take a listen to this lee because you can hear it in tyler's voice he's tired of hearing people disrespect his team
4: i don't give a damn what anybody else thinks and on the outside because i'll listen to that anyway so at the end of the day i'm the coach of the team um we, we decided to go help you know, anything else we finally got our team healthy and now uh, that's what we focus on. I mean looking back at my Cleveland days, none of our stars played the last two games of the season. Uh, we took health, and now uh, that's the most important thing to me. So what do people say on the outside? I don't care. And I don't want to read Twitter and have Twitter and Insta Twitter all I don't care about all that. So, you know, I'm my own man, I
0: do what I want to do. That's how I live my life. Did you get Insta Twitter yet? <laughs> Did you get that yet? <laughs> I just I'm signing up for my account right now. It's tweet face and Insta Twitter. Those are the two things that I'm loading, downloading today. Wasn't that a Belichick thing? Tweet face. That's great. Said face yeah. He says something like that. That's <laughs> yeah, great. By
1: the way, There's certain, uh, I, I don't mind what, what Tyloo said. I really don't mind it. I don't mind it because he's being asked the question, right? He's not mm-hmm. dodging the question. He's basically saying, listen, I, I've no I'm not worried about what people outside of this organization is talking about when it comes to the Clippers, Trev this is very the, the Clipper conversation is so simple we spent a couple of days talking about this I heard other shows talking about it as well I did it on Lakers talk were teams in the Western Conference trying to dodge the Lakers and then everybody else was like no 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 no. do not say our teams in the Western Conference trying to dodge Lakers. are the Clippers trying to dodge uh, the Los Angeles Lakers and that was a conversation for a couple of days what do you want Ty Lue to say I, I, I'm okay with Ty Lue just you know saying listen you guys can run your mouth all you want at the end of the day the Clippers, it's going to come down to one thing. Did you do something this playoff run, or did you not?
0: That's yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, the Clippers can't really – they've got to be in a really – if I'm putting aside my Laker fandom for a second and trying to look at this as emotionlessly as possible and just look at it for what it is, the Clippers are in a really tricky spot because they, they, they're simultaneously looked at as a team that – can't ever do anything right they're they're looked at as the perennial punchline right that oh that's the clip the clippers are clipper we've played the cut from key and jay well the other day Ah, the clippers are clipper and they always have they did it a year ago against denver they've they've blown 3-1 leads they've never gotten out of the second round of the playoffs et cetera, et etc cetera. and for the better part of 30 years they not only weren't very good they were the worst team in pro sports for a really long time Yet at the, and the on the very same hands, Lee, it's always like, you know, the Clippers should win some championships. <laughs> the, the, why why can't the Clippers win any championships? They had Paul or they have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Well, why Rayshon even Landa. championships?
1: Why don't they just get to the Western Conference Finals? Why don't they just get to right. an NBA Finals?
0: You got Chris Paul. You got Blake Griffin. You got DeAndre Jordan. You have a good team. Why do you, you're, you're up three, three games to one. And losers simultaneously—that's a weird piece of real estate to occupy. And I don't mind what Ty, Ty Lue's been saying. Look, we're getting our team ready to go. We'll deal with it when we get out there. Otherwise, we, there's nothing I can say or do to change anybody's He's mind. We just true. have to go out there and do it.
1: Yeah, and I, I want to play one more cl- one more uh, clip here. So yesterday, Kuzma was having kind of asked a similar question. What do you think of teams? This is the question was phrased. You know, they, they don't mention a specific team, but I think this is kind of keeps going back to the Clippers. I, I was making the argument yesterday. It wasn't just the Clippers that were dodging the Lakers. It was Utah. It was Phoenix. Everybody was dodging everybody in the West. Take a listen to Coos on uh, on what he thought with other teams potentially trying to avoid the Lakers.
0: I think, um, I think you have to take a step back. You know, it's easy. It's easy to say, you know, a team is uh, ducking another team or um, hiding from another team. But you know, when you're trying to win championships and you're trying to advance, you know, the playoff is all about strategy. And I think, um, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of times, you know, seating matters. Um, and, you know, if, if you, in your first round, you want a team that you're favorable against, you like that matchup, of course you want that matchup. So you can go to the second round and, you know, get your feet wet a little bit. Um, so. You know, I, I don't look as look at it as ducking or, you know, anything like that. It's more so of a, a strategy.
1: How about I appreciate Kuzma's honesty right there, right? I appreciate the Kuz part of it saying like, yeah, this probably happens in the NBA. You know, we we don't talk about. It. Coach is not going to come out tomorrow, right? Ty Lue's not going to say, guys, we got two games left to go. If we lose these two games, you know answer the reporter's question. If we lose these two games, then we're gonna get into a bracket where we avoid the Lakers. But that conversation could very well be um had inside of uh inside of a locker room. And I get the whole I, I get the no, no, you should be putting your chest out if you're a team like the Clippers, if you got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, you got all these other players, you added championships uh champions to your roster. You shouldn't be avoiding the Lakers. You should be going head first against the Lakers. I get that point as well, but I think this happens more in the NBA than you think.
0: Yeah, I, look, the Lakers just cast such a huge shadow over everything else that everybody's either trying to avoid them or trying to join them or trying to beat them. It's a, the, everything in that league, pretty much the Lakers are the sun in the NBA universe. That's just the way that it goes. All right, so we got the dump coming up in just a little bit. I Bro, got this, show, I got this show goes that way that too fast. In.
2: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. The show goes way too fast. Well,
0: let's not get greedy. Look, we got two. We'll see what we can work on, and we'll just we'll see what happens next, right? You just you got to slow play these things sometimes. It's right? happening so quick. Do you want you? Do you want to set a third hour so we can do ask Slee twice in one day?
1: I think the final third hour should be just ask Slee. <laughs> it'd be the worst. It'd an be the worst hour, rated. Be the worst rated show.
0: <laughs> I think right. that portion. So, um there was a blowout in Major League Baseball, which is happening way too often. The White Sox were pounding uh, their opponent, and they brought in an infielder, as mm-hmm. usually the case goes in this deal. And Jermaine Mercedes comes up with the White. He's having a fantastic season, just a fantastic season. He swings at a 3-0 pitch and hits a home run. And his own manager, Tony La Russa, who is one of the last, thank goodness, of the, air quotes, old-school manager – you think, so? you think so? You think he's one things, of the last? Yeah, I do. I do. I think Cuz we do. saw do. we
1: saw do. this last <laughs> year and this was there there's a young manager in in uh in San Diego
0: and he immediately fixed it. And he immediately doubled back and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Fernando, sorry, mm-hmm. my bad. Mm-hmm. I just realized that you can get me fired that this is this is different now. <laughs> the dynamic has changed. That if the organize if Fernando Tatis walked into the front office of the Padres and said, "Um, you need to make up your mind, Jace Tingler or me. Jace is now the hitting think, coach yeah, in I
1: think, Pittsburgh. I think,
0: I Right. I mean, that he's that that's the just hitting that coach
1: in Pittsburgh. I love that. I love how <laughs> quick he got a job as the hitting coach in Pittsburgh.
0: Well, he's had his eye on that job for a while. I, I'm just assuming, but so here's Tony La Russa. Tony La Russa was threatening his own player. Hmm. He was threatening his own player by saying, you know, oh, he's going to have to pay a price for that. We know it's coming, and we know how that's going to go. And I'm just so happy that we're finally at a point where we have guys that realize that that's stupid, that we realize that that's just something that doesn't need to happen, that if you don't want your mean Mercedes to hit a home run on a 3-0 pitch, don't get to 3-0. and Don't have your infielder pitch because baseball either needs to get on board with this or do this. Hey, um, uh, Tony, uh, we quit. We're done. We're not going to play anymore today. You win. We'll call the game off right now. We're all going home because if you put an infielder in there to pitch, that's not my problem. That's your problem.
1: You know, it's, it's interesting. The Tony La Russa part was not the story to me. Um, the kind of, we've seen there's so many examples of this in baseball and some of these old school managers, by the way, there's also a lot of players. I think that play to that rule as well. Kind of have that old school mentality of, Oh no, if you do this, then I'm going to do this. Um, I didn't really take the Larusa part as a big deal. I thought Trevor Bauer, and this is not the first time that he did it. I'll read off the tweet, and I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people have already read this. Dear hitters, if you hit a 3-0 homer off of me, I will not consider it a crime. Dear people who are still mad about hit, about a hitter hitting, <laughs> kindly get out of the game. Can't believe we're still talking about 3-0 swings. If you don't like it, managers or pitchers, just be better. So, everyone's going to spend time today talking about how much they love that tweet from Trevor Bauer. Everybody's sure. going to, there, there's going to be a long conversation about look at Trevor Bauer again, doing it. By the way, when, when Trevor Bauer first came to the Dodgers, um, there was a lot of, you know, the, the press and the media that he was getting aside from the fact that the dude's a baller, the, the the press wasn't all that great. The more that Trevor Bauer is on the Dodgers and now becomes kind of a storyline every couple of weeks over something, There's a lot of things I agree with him on. So this is just another example, and it's great because this is a fantastic player in Major League Baseball going against the grain and saying, guys, can we please stop this you-know-what? And the more you got storylines like this, probably the closer we're getting to old baseball getting out of the way of new baseball.
0: Yeah, and you're just going to have more guys like Bauer who are speaking the truth, who are saying that basically— He told Tony LaRusso to shut up, is what Mm -hmm. Trevor Bauer basically did. didn't say his name, but that part of, dear people who are upset about 3-0 swings, kindly get out of the game. That was directed directly at Tony.
1: Not just Tony. Because Tony's the only one. People with that mindset, too. People with that mindset, too. Most of them are
0: gone, Slee. Most of them are gone. Look around. They're all either young guys who are straight out of analytics or straight off the field who will follow the direction of the analytics that they're being given. Or they're older guys who have adapted to the. For instance, let's use a guy here in town, right? Joe Madden is not 35 years old. Sure. Joe Madden's been around professional baseball forever, but he's not old, he's not an old thinker. He's not an old, well, you know, you did this to my guy, so I'm going to tattoo your guy, and then you're going to hit my guy. And so he's not a, Joe Madden was one of the first guys to embrace analytics in Tampa. He was one of the first guys to realize, hey, there is a different way to do these things. He's not doing that. That La Russa is one of the dying breeds of this thing. And to me, that Tony La Russa's high ground on anything is pretty suspect. Mm-hmm. Tony La Russa talking about anybody else's deal is like, dude, why don't you get your own house squared away? Why don't you learn the rules? Because remember, earlier he didn't know the rule about changing out the pitcher on second base late in the innings. Like it's he, he's real quick to criticize someone else's ethics when this is a guy that's had a whole bunch of other stuff going on in his life that's equally embarrassing or more embarrassing, I should say.
1: You're more optimistic than I think than I am that the 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 page is already turned or it's close to being turned in baseball. I. I've, the only reason why I don't feel like that's the case yet is because we still talk about it a ton, you know, and and hopefully if you think that makes me more optimistic, if you think because I know how much you love baseball, if you think that, hey, we're heading in the right direction because of guys like Trevor Bauer who are just being honest, who are putting out the facts and just saying, I don't care. By the way, one of the things Trevor Bauer said too, if you hit a home run off of me, that's okay for you to celebrate it. I celebrate when I – Right, and what does he say? I celebrate when I get my ninth strike. When a couple guys are on, and there's a, you know, there's obviously a special moment or whatever. Bauer is kind of changing the rules to the game, and it's more, um, it's more, I think, advantageous to baseball as a whole.
0: Where would we like to see Shohei Otani pitch next? Where, where would we, we like go. to see him go? Because what's happening is he's getting
1: pub. He's getting publicity.
0: He's getting pub for two reasons. Number one, because of his play. And number two, because we know we're not going to get to see it when it matters. We, the conversation has already started. I've seen it in a couple of different places. Yeah. Is Otani going to follow the route of Trout, which is never get to see him in the postseason? Mike Trout has made his decision. And by the way, he made the right decision. Because when somebody shows up and says, how does 100 million sound? You say yes. When they show up a couple of years after that and say, how does 440 million sound? But isn't that, isn't yes. that,
1: isn't that number anywhere?
0: No, it's not anywhere. It's in a handful of places. That, that okay, number but, but, is. Okay, but but a
1: handful of places that you can you can get the money, and you can play some postseason baseball, so people can actually freaking watch the best player yeah, in baseball.
0: Maybe, maybe, but you have to get there first because they remember he never got to free agency right. They would always come to him. This is the one thing that I think the Angels have done brilliantly is that they, with Trout, sure, they got early. there way before mm-hmm. free agency because sleep, Padres so just did either, it with Tatis. Right, we'll mm-hmm. give you we'll, we'll give you a ten year contract at you know. A million dollars? Sure. Not thinking, well, you know, if I wait for two years, maybe I can get two million. No, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm all over that. That's how it is. But with Otani, it, it's because it, he could have gone anywhere. I mean, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Yeah, he could have yeah. picked his spot, and most teams didn't want him to do both things. They wanted to either hit or either pitch. And he said, I want to do both. The Angels were one of the few teams that were willing to do that. But now that it's actually happening, and he's on a team that's in last – they lost again last night. Mike Trout's going to be gone for eight weeks, maybe, with that calf strain. So they're not going to be any better. I don't think that all of a sudden you're going to have a, a crop of Cy Young Award winners coming out of the Angel pitching staff. They're going to be out of. They're going to be so far in the rearview mirror in another month or two that the Otani show, which we're paying attention to right now, will be backpage stuff.
1: You and I are going to be talking about this. You won't. You won't stop talking about it. That's three straight shows. You brought up Otani, and you know what else is happening? National shows. Uh, the show before us with Keyshawn J. Will Zubin and 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 you. Um, that 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 was a conversation on there as well. I mean, Trav, you're a national guy now. You, I, we already talked about it. This is charity work for you. This is That's volunteer right. work for you.
0: I I just kind of like to fill in where I'm needed. And you, you know, it's a. Can you come in here and help sleep a couple of days a week? <laughs> so sure, I'll come in there and do that. That's just kind of my. Yeah, role. Just a couple
1: of days, Monday through Friday. Just a couple of days.
0: Uh, just a couple of days. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> yes, we do, and that's what it is. All The he stuff emphasize, the but... emphasize there at the end. <laughs> the emphasis, absolutely. Let's start with the birthday, Slee. Happy 45th birthday to Kevin Garnett. Did you get to see him uh, during his Hall of Fame induction? Yeah, I did. Kevin I Garnett did. still looks like he can come off the bench and play. He looks pretty damn good.
1: KG always has that. His face always looks like it's game seven, and he's ready to go. He's ready to go. You know, it's funny. Um, he was such – I enjoyed watching him in Minnesota, right? He was trying to carry a franchise. We were talking earlier about Anthony Davis. You're trying to carry a franchise. That was kind of Kevin Garnett before he got a chance to play with some other players, get to a better franchise, and then he wins a championship. That's actually not a bad comp here to kind of look at those two guys and their their path of how they got their first championship, AD at least. Um, KG, 45, and is he still doing the TNT stuff?
0: I haven't seen him in a while. I if haven't he either. Is, he may be on NBA TV, but how about another NBA big man birthday? Not 45, but 64, Bill Laimbeer And Bill and you tell me if you have him on your list. Bill Laimbeer is currently holding down the number two spot on most hated athletes in the history of Travis Rogers.
1: Yeah, that's an easy one to hate, but but I mean that that's somebody that would be disappointed. He's not number one on your list. <laughs> exactly
0: right.
1: <laughs> he no, would he, be. He he'd be pissed. Loved
0: being that dude, he loved being the guy that would start. You know what? He loved being the guy that would throw an elbow. He liked being that guy that would just stand there like, what what did I do? While I didn't do anything. Guys well, are punching well, each other in the head.
1: Literally didn't dude, do anything.
0: Who's on your list? Who's on the sleeve most hated athletes list? Just guys that when they played against your guys, you wanted to wring their neck.
1: Most hated I don't know why. Chris Paul I could not Dan, when he was with That's the Clippers, answer. just could not stand James Harden when he was in his like good I'm gonna flop every, every every other possession. I'm just gonna flop my arms out. Those uh, are a couple, those are, but not as much anymore. Like Chris Paul, I don't. I, he doesn't bother me as much as he did when he was with the Clippers. And Harden with the Rockets, maybe because we're watching or uh, with uh, with Brooklyn, less, right? we see him a lot less. How do
0: you guys feel yeah. about Reggie Miller? I loved. Reggie. I liked it. I, I, I hated him. Reggie.
2: Oh, I liked I, Reggie. I hated it.
0: Be, partly because Reggie never blanked with the, with the with the lakers that's right? true it just, they, yeah they, that, that has a lot prospect, to do with it that if you're a knicks fan you probably wanted to have reggie miller at the top of this list but i did from a distance watching reggie cook the other eastern that was awesome i loved it Getting yeah, a chance go back
1: and forth at Spike Lee. i don't know that was great
0: number one for me and again it speaks to you have to be a great player to be hated because you're mm-hmm. messing things up for your guys larry bird i Loathed Larry Bird. I actually tried to talk myself into, for a period of time, when I was in junior high and high school, that Larry Bird sucked. Okay, is that the worst opinion you've ever heard? Of? You know he's not that good. You know if he if, if you know if it, Magic's a lot, it's like. It's Look like, at his
1: form. Look yeah, at his you can, form.
0: You can hate him, but that guy was bonkers. Just an absolute. That's bump. why you I, hated him. Every time he would take a shit. I said, buckets. I buckets, just thought
1: another one. Buckets. I just thought of another one. Couldn't stand. Paul Pierce was so annoying. (laughs) Yeah. Paul Pierce was so annoying. Kind
0: of for the same He wasn't as good as Larry Bird, but kind of for the same reason, right?
1: He was annoying, by the way, on and off the court. Even when he would do his – I'd hear him do some of his analysis on games. I'm like, I I, I still can see you being annoying on the court. I can't take it away.
0: Okay, here comes the next one. Very quickly, do you know who Spencer Turnbull is? No. Okay, neither did I. Neither did I. So Mm -hmm. Spencer Turnbull threw a no-hitter in Major League Baseball last night. Spencer Turnbull threw the fifth no-hitter of the Major League season. It's May 19th, Lee. Hmm. Major League Baseball has had five no-hitters. Let me read off the names of you. You tell me if any of these guys are guys you know because the answer is no, not really. Spencer Turnbull for the Tigers, Joe Musgrove for the Padres, Carlos Rodon from the White Sox, uh, John Means from the Orioles, and Wade Miley from the Cincinnati Reds. There's not a Kershaw, a Randy Johnson, a Pedro Martinez, a Greg Maddox, none of those guys. So, what's happening?
1: What's happening right now?
0: Well, what's happening is baseball is getting ruined for two. Number one, nobody Mm. can get a hit, nobody's scoring any runs. Everybody throws 100 miles an hour. A no hitter should be fun. It shouldn't be, put it to you this way, Slee, a no hitter shouldn't be in the dump right it should be one. oh my god there was a no hitter last night start off remember. a show right yes! something like that yep yes and they're completely irrelevant now haven't had this many since 1917 that's okay what
1: what uh what changes here
0: move back to mount easy easy fix think they people are going to sign up for that they they, they they baseball never signs up for anything they mm-hmm. are the stodgiest old school crusty leather packed. you were just telling me jackets.
1: you were just telling me that things are changing in baseball
0: the managers are, the guys that run it are not. The guys mm-hmm. that run it are not because they're slow to change rules. There's the tradition, right? I don't ever want to hear about Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio ever again. I don't, ever, I, I don't, I don't care. Move it back a foot. Move it back a foot and a half because when they lowered the mound from 1967 and 1968, came back, right? Offense came back. Let's, you, can, you can do these things. Nobody's going to roll it's over. You've got the all the answers,
1: Travis. They just got to listen to you. They just have to listen to you. That's it.
0: I could look, if everybody listened to me, baseball would be perfect and everybody would know what chili chiles are and, and wings would and know. wings
1: would be served at seven thirty. in wings
0: at seven thirty and it would be a great way to go. So we made it through it again. I'm very Lakers very by ten tonight. Lakers uh, by ten. That's my I prediction. I hope you're right. I hope it's by ten. I hope it's by twenty. What and do you I think? Hope Steph is ice cold. I think they win too. I'm talking myself into it. It's gonna happen. Travis Lakers Lensley, by ten ESPN.